Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. All right, bestie and co-host, here we go with what episode number are we on? 135. 135. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, for us, it is. <laughs> it is. So Actually, it's a lot anyway for like in podcaster longevity i know i've I've heard that Mm -hmm. so good for us yes if you're just tuning in welcome aboard to the life happens laugh anyway train we're just a couple of besties that choose a topic for every week and we talk about it so we're hoping that you care about that (laughs) and we have sponsors who are they Catherine? our sponsors are humor contributors that give us little donations every month five dollars a month and some a few of them have done like a one lump sum And it helps us move this uh, project forward, helps pay for things like the platform and then future things that are needed to put this podcast on. Yeah. So if you are one of those humor contributors, we thank you so much. And if you are not a humor contributor, we invite you to become one for only $5 a month and you will get our sincere thanks and gratitude and an occasional video. That's right. Of us. Occasional. Trying to figure out videos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But one of these days we're going to really nail that. Yeah. We're going to get it. Yeah. All right. Well, today we're talking about wives' tales. This is our topic of the day, friends. So if you've been waiting for Wednesday at noon to roll around and for us to drop a new episode, (laughs) I hope you're super pumped right now. We're going to be talking about old wives' tales. And uh, we're going to basically just talk about what it is and then some legendary ones that we've heard of or that we discovered and then finally, we're going to just kind of have some fun just, with it. Yeah. We're just going to just gonna be chill, laid back. That's always a takeaway. Yeah. fun. Yeah. And of course, stay tuned to the end because we always have an inspirational close. So we do have some scripture to share with you as well as a call to action. Aren't we so good? I know. We're we, so good. We have a structure. We have structure. We have some sort of and we stru- stick to it. Well, uh, where else are we going to go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So buckle in buckaroos and Catherine what say you about wives tales well a wives tale is just that just that it's a tale there's no scientific truth behind it and it's something that's usually passed down from generation to generation and um it becomes believable like a lot of these we grew up believing some of it and notice it's a wives tale not a husband's tale I thought about that too it's the women Mm -hmm. we have a tendency to do that yeah, they talk, don't they? We and do. And they just kind of, yeah, oh well. And we're explainers. We like to figure out, well, this is why this is that. And yeah, well, and sometimes it's a way to keep people in line. Like, you know, we're controlling too if we're mothers or even if we're not. We just say, hey, yeah, don't sit too close to the TV. You're going to go blind. Well, it's just a control thing. Yeah, it's a little manipulative, but that's okay. <laughs> It's part of being a mom. Yeah. But basically, it's a traditional belief that somehow it came into being and then gets passed down. It's fake news, people. That's what it is. Fake news. <laughs> it's Ooh, what we now know as fake news. Yeah. And when you and I were first talking about um, about this topic and, mm-hmm. you know, you had said, well, what are some some examples and I was like well you know like don't step on a crack it'll break your mother's back and you're like well that's a superstition and I was like well I I think that's what that's what they are well that is what they are they're just superstitions most of them yeah but the scary thing is that when you believe stuff like that you know you're living in (laughs) you're living in the land of oh my gosh you know I I have all this power and all this control 
to to potentially harm or to potentially do good or whatever. Yeah, I think some of them are meant to do good, like this first one that I'm going to. I'm going to read. What is it? It's the one, uh, don't go swimming after you eat because you'll die. You'll drown. You'll get a cramp. Well, yeah, you'll get a debilitating cramp. It could be fatal. That's what I was always told. No, you cannot. (laughs) And then, you know, my mom would just have her watch. And if it weren't exactly 30 minutes, (laughs) you can't go in the water. You cannot go. You are going to die. So that's that's one. And it was intended to... uh, you know, save me. Yeah. Right. You know what I, uh, now that you say that, I remember being a, a young girl mm-hmm. and I was sleeping over at my aunt's house and there were four of my aunts that never married and they all lived together. They called them the kids, okay. you know? Yeah. And I remember um, them telling us whatever they, whatever they told us to get us to believe it, to go to bed, oh. that they said the police were coming and they were going to knock on the door. And if you weren't in bed and asleep oh by the time the police come. And I totally bought it. Oh, So wow. I can see why these wives' tales would kind of take on a life of their own. Yeah. Of, yeah. you know, mothers who would just want a moment's peace and just be like, don't get in the pool yet. True. You need to let your food digest so I can sit here on the beach without worrying about you drowning. Right. And and they, you know, I think some of these things, they actually believed it to be true. Now, it wasn't always like a control thing, but like, because um, there is a tiny bit of truth about the fact that after you eat, I think your body, like um, your muscles can become weaker because the extra blood takes it away from your organs or something like that. And then it causes cramps. Yeah. But you, okay. Translated. You know, you're going to die. Yeah. Translated. All right. What's mm-hmm. another one you got there? Chewing gum stays in your stomach for seven years. Actually, I always thought it was if you swallow it, it'll stay in your stomach for seven years. Well, that's what that means. It doesn't mean chewing it. It means if you swallow it. I know, but this title says chewing gum stays in your stomach for seven years. Yeah, but it means if you swallow it, not if you just chew it. That's not one of those. (laughs) It should say swallowing it. <laughs> okay. Look it. Okay. It says. I, I know, but how is it going to get in your stomach if you don't swallow it? Because you could chew and chew and the little stuff could drip down. No, it like means it, if you swallow chewing gum, not just the chewing part of the gum. <laughs> I just don't like the way it's worded, Tracy. I know. I know. I get it. I'm not laughing at you. Oh. I'm well, oh, I was. fooled me. <laughs> but I can relate. Because remember the time I told you that I the toilet at the hospital was overflowing and there was that little sign next to yes. the toilet that said if you need help, pull. Yes. Well, they didn't say medical help. But <laughs> And I pulled it because the toilet was going to overflow. That's true. Yeah. Touche. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yeah. gum. Yeah, if, gum. If, if gum is swallowed, mm-hmm. it it's, can stay in your stomach for how long? Well, the thing was seven years. Okay. Like it'll stay in your stomach for seven years. So while it's true that the human body can't digest chewing gum, it doesn't really get stuck in your body. Where does it go? So... um. Well, the Mayo Clinic says it reassures us that it passes through your system more or less intact and comes out the other end. Yeah, just like a just whole Just like glob. everything else. Right, like if you swallowed yeah. a nickel or something. Yeah. It would keep on rolling. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> a rolling that, coin. That happened. Yeah. Not to me, but to my kid. All right. Now, this next one, I've never heard. I'm going to ask you if you heard of it. Human urine heals jellyfish stings. Did you ever hear no, that one? No. No. I didn't no. either. So let's just pass that one. I haven't. No. Okay. But I did. Okay. But just since you brought it up. One time, I knew somebody who drank her own urine for health benefits. Ew. I know. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. No. I never... Heard, yeah, I never heard that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, never knew of anyone. I didn't believe it. Now, I did have a older lady neighbor with my in uh, across the hallway from Kenny and I first home. It was a condo. And she told me that baby's urine like if you put it on a, a towel or something and you put it on your acne that that'll clear your acne up whether or not that's true okay i don't know i got another one with oh no <laughs> with the urine okay do you remember the chicago cubs player i think his name was like moses iu or something like that mm. and they claimed that he would urinate on his own hands to make his hands a certain better for playing baseball oh yeah. Gross. Okay, speaking of urine, <laughs> I got another one. <laughs> Here we go, friends. Right down the old rabbit trail. My cousins and I, we would sit around, you know, like campfire talk, basically. Yeah. Or whatever, late night, um, spook <laughs> each other out type yes. thing. And my cousin came up with this idea. If we ever got approached by some weirdo who tried to kidnap us or something. Pee your pants? Pee, no, pee on them. Well, how are you going to do that? Well, he was a guy. He was a boy. Oh, the boy. He but, was going to be. But, and, but to your point, we had this conversation of, okay, well, then, yeah, then you, if you're a girl, then you just try to, you just try to pee and just be disgusting. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's move on from the urine talk. All right. Coffee stunts your growth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that one. Well, not only does coffee not stunt your growth, most people start drinking it after they're finished growing anyway. True. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. And the bitter taste doesn't normally appeal to the kids. But if they were like me, when my mom would, whenever she would drag us to the bank and they had the free coffee, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I, I get to drink tea whenever I want to. I'm going to have some of this coffee. So she would be at the counter and she would be, you know, doing her banking business. And I would help myself to some coffee and then just dump the sugar. Yeah. The, and I was hooked at a very early age. So. Yeah. I definitely have fond memories of visiting my grandparents and them making us coffee, which was very little coffee mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of cream and sugar. Mm-hmm. It was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Plucking gray hairs will make two more grow in. No. Negative. That is correct. It is not true. Let's see. Your hair is going to go whatever color it wants anyway. I contest this. It says each hair follicle only contains one hair. No. You look at my legs. Okay, but that's your legs. Maybe Uh, the (laughs) legs are different. Catherine has like a forest. It. Okay. No. It's like a steel factory. Mm -hmm. Like steel rods. Three come out of one pore. It's so gross. (laughs) It's not gross. It is too. It's, 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 yeah. It's okay. My friend from a, a long time ago, from high school, she was over the other night and she said, and she was really hairy too. Yeah. And, um, I hope she doesn't mind that I say that. I'm going to say it anyway. She, so she regularly <laughs> shaves. No, she burns the hairs on her arms. Still? And still. 
and um it works i mean her arms were really hairy and Wait, anyway how does one burn the hair she takes arms? a lighter and she just okay friends yes. don't do that <laughs> she does and it works but anyway she had also said for her legs she said do the laser it it i couldn't believe how smooth her legs were and she was like me wow well mm-hmm. give it a try yeah they have all kinds of those places yeah they do you can get everything lasered all right here's one i was told all the <laughs> just got it yes <laughs> go ahead here's one i was told all the time okay sitting too close to the tv ruins your eyes like of course it does we're all blind we all sat close to the tv yeah and we're not all blind. Yeah. And now kids, they have their screen right, uh, you know, up to their nose. Mm-hmm. How close can you get it? Right. So not in this article, but in a different article that I read, there was slight truth in the fact that in, um, I think it was like the 60s or sometime, there was a certain brand TV that had like 100,000 radiation watts or something like that that mm. was coming out and they had to fix it. Yeah. So during that time period... Yes, it was really bad to sit close to it. And then it just carried on from there. And while it does cause like eye strain, it's definitely not going to damage your eyes yeah. in any way. That's good. Yeah. Relief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? Okay, now I've not heard this one either. Cats suck baby's breath. So if you put a, if you have a cat anywhere near your little infant baby. Um, a, no, I would not have a cat anywhere near an infant. No. Well, yeah, some people, I guess, do. Well, they have claws, uh, and they could get... Not if they're declawed. Okay. Well, they have teeth. <laughs> right. Anyway. Okay, yeah. so they suck the baby's breath? Yes. What is it so supposed to what, mean? Well, I think they blame the cats on the sudden infant death syndrome, oh. the SIDS. Oh. Right. So... Fake news. That's false. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's one we all were told. My mom told me this. Shaving your shaving your legs makes your hair grow back thicker. Thicker, coarser, blacker. That's what she told me. Because I wanted to shave my legs like fourth grade, maybe fifth. And she was like, absolutely not. It's going to grow back. And huh. you know, okay. So it's they say it's not true. But the, the science behind that is the fact that it appears to be darker and thicker. Okay, for me, that's enough. If it looks thicker, feels thicker, then it's thicker. But the scientific explanation is that when you shave for the first time, you're shaving when the hair is longer. So it's closer to the follicle or something like that. And so then when you shave, when it grows back, you're getting that piece come up that was under the skin under the skin that was the thicker part so that's why it looks thicker well then it is thicker okay here's my thought on that if you if it's hairy and you don't want it to be shave it yeah i and know if you want it to be hairy then don't shave it mm-hmm. Done. so so this is what the this thing this little um blog says here mm-hmm just like plucking, shaving has no impact on the thickness of your hair, the Mayo Clinic reassures us. Because shaving cuts the hair off at a blunt angle, it can feel thicker and look more noticeable as it grows back in. But like I told you, there was this other longer explanation of why it looks like that, and that's because of where it's cut. You know, I also wonder if some of that thought about shaving and growing in and whatever comes from when men shave 
you know, when they're starting to get their beard that comes in, Mm -hmm. obviously if they start to shave it, I mean, they're growing into a man, you know? Mm -hmm. So I have heard that where they'll say, well, if you shave it, it'll come in thicker. Well, it's just going to come in when it comes in. Yeah. Right. And so just you, while shaving it may make it look like it's coming in thicker, you're also growing into becoming a man. Mm-hmm. So your hormones are doing whatever they're doing to make you look more masculine. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? The hair of the dog cures a hangover. Huh? I guess. And now I never heard this one either, but it was all over, like on several different websites. Um, yeah. Websites that went over wives tales. Yeah. And so <laughs> this says, there's nothing wrong with a good brunch, Bloody Mary, but don't fool yourself. That morning after drink just delays the inevitable. The idea that hair of the dog cures a hangover first appeared in print in 1546. What does that but mean, it, the hair of the dog? Like literal dog hair? I guess so. Yeah. That's weird. Like put a hair of the dog in... Your drink? I don't know. Fake news, friends. Don't believe it. Yeah. And just don't drink too much. You won't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this, drinks. this one, I, yeah, right. <laughs> I heard this a lot. Cracking knuckles can cause arthritis. Oh, okay. I guess that's not true. Um, I hate that sound. I hate it too, and yeah. I don't do it, um, but uh, it's just a noise. I guess it's the nitrogen bubbles in the fluid that lubricates your joints. That's what you're hearing. <laughs> I think we can all remember being in school and somebody who could do that. Yes. And them doing it like on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Just to show. Look at me. Yeah. Um, eating carrots will give you better eyesight. That was one that I heard all the time. How about you? Yeah. I mean, I definitely heard that. And yeah. I for sure believed it. And but didn't care for carrots at the time, so oh, didn't eat them. Okay, well, wild carrots do contain beta carotene, a vitamin that helps maintain like the normal vision. Eating more of them won't help fix people's eyesight. Hmm. So, and then it was used as like a intimidating thing back with the Royal Air Force, I guess, during World War II, hmm. and they were able to shoot down enemy planes. And they kind of spread a rumor saying that they ate more carrots and gave them better eyesight hmm. to, to fool the allied forces. So I guess it worked. Carried on. Wow. There you go. Yes. And here's another one that I think many people still believe today. Being cold will give you one. So, Oh, yeah. Like button up your coat yes. so you don't get a cold. Yes. And that's <laughs> not true. That that I've known for a long time that that's not true. That one reminds me of our friend Jan, who when she was like 60 and yeah. her mom was 100. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jan, Jan was going outside and her 100-year-old mom was like, well, you better button your coat. You're going to get a cold. And she's like, mom, I'm 60. <laughs> Nobody believes that anymore. Oh, that's so funny and cute all in one. It is because we're mothers. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if your baby's 60 and you're 100. Yeah. Button up your darn coat. I know my mother-in-law would, when our kids were smaller, she used to say, where's their hat? Yeah. 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 You know what? They pulled it off. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't been sick yet. So, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Uh, Oh, the five second rule. 
if you've ever now that is true coming from a mother who raised five boys the five second rule is absolutely true i thought so too because i also i knew a woman who worked in the lab mm-hmm. and they tested this and she said it was true she said when it drops to the floor it doesn't have enough time to accumulate the ick or whatever the bacteria but plus no. even if it did sometimes you need to get a little bit of that stuff in you so it can learn like your immune system can learn what to destroy when it comes in that yes you do need to work Eat some up, dirt build up your immunity but this says if you've ever said that while picking up a drop piece of candy and popping it into your mouth uh, bad news scientists from rutgers university found that bacteria transfers to food starting immediately hmm. how much depends on the type of flooring and food involved but it it's best not to eat anything that hit the ground at all so it kind of debunks what this other gal who worked in a lab who did a study said so mm. I, I, you know how it is though sometimes different studies have different results yeah but i would say if it's on the floor let, let leave it alone don't eat it yeah right okay all right um here's one that i was spooked about for many years and think about every now and then that we eat about eight spiders a year and oh sleep. that is so gross i to know me. i know i cannot stand that that is absolutely not true they're saying there's nothing to support that so no. they don't believe that to be I true i totally believed it at the time mm-hmm. and i was completely freaked out as well yeah i don't like that one i don't either and that is it on my little short list but i was i was thinking about this like other ones that i've grown up with um you know like i mentioned step on a crack yeah break your mother's back of course we know that's not true don't cross your eyes because they'll stick (laughs) (laughs) i remember that one yeah an apple a day will keep the doctor away well that one actually does have some truth to it it because of the amount of nutrients that are in an apple right i think there's like ten thousand nutrients yeah in a single apple yeah so eat your apples friends yeah all right well i have some to share if you're done yeah okay these i found through some different uh youtube uh channels as well as just like um blogs about appalachia okay so these are like appalachian people who they they seem to have an extra amount of superstitions oh do they they're highly religious and they're highly uneducated Mm. And Uh-oh. so they, they fill in the blanks with whatever. Okay. So here's some of their superstitions and wives' tales. I can't wait. If you take a shower on the first few days of menstruation, you'll cramp to death. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're done. It's over. You're going to cramp to death. No showers. So that's probably just like the way to save water. Right. They we don't probably, have running water anyway. Yeah. So, so you don't want to cramp to death. Nasty. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Don't rock an empty rocking chair. It's a harbinger of death. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I read a lot about death. Yes. And crows and all the stuff. Yeah. uh, Okay, let's face it. An empty rocking rocking chair is creepy anyway. It is. Let's not. I don't even want. Especially if you watched like horror movies when you were younger or even now. Which I did not. Scary. Okay. Um, a bird that flies in the house is an omen of death. Oh, yes. Oh, do you know, I had this horrible experience when I was about four years old. We lived in Hazelcrest mm-hmm. and we were down in the basement of, of our home and um, a 
black bird flew in the basement somehow and my mom and I were huddled on this you know like those 60s chairs that are vinyl and they're yeah. big bucket screaming because this bird I mean when something like that is in your house it is scary it's, well, it's a wild animal it does and not it's belo- floating around yeah it's, it doesn't belong it's, in there yeah it's scared you're scared anyway so if that were true we would have been dead a long yeah. time ago i guess we had a bird that flew in our house when we lived next door to you mm-hmm. out in the country oh i had a christmas wreath on the front door oh I, yes. I wrote about yes. this in my book i remember yes okay and, and there were actually two birds in there mm-hmm. and when the, the door opened the smart bird flew out uh-huh. and the dumb bird <laughs> flew in and so now the bird is in our house and it's a lot of commotion and the kids are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and a couple of my kids are like, don't hurt the bird, you know, until it was like the middle of winter. We had all the doors open trying mm-hmm. to, fl- you know, like encourage the bird to go to its own environment. Yeah. Well, after about an hour of that, then the ones that wanted to preserve the bird are like getting the tennis rackets out. And going, <laughs> get that. Just get it. <laughs> yes and we discovered that if you turn off all the lights Mm -hmm. and the bird will calm down and if you're quiet so rather than being like seven people all screaming which was the case all five of my boys my husband and I are yelling at each other and the lights are all on I don't I don't know it had to be Ron's suggestion to turn off the lights I can't remember but when we turned the lights off the bird settled down we were able to throw a blanket on it oh and then haul it out in the blanket Oh, wow. So that was the end of that. Yeah. And no one died. So that's good. Right. Okay. Um, if you, here's another Appalachian myth, wives tale. If you come upon a black dog out of nowhere, or if a black dog crosses your path, it foretells death. <gasps> Somebody's going to die. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. I would be struck dead. I know. Like, right. Long that, time ago. It doesn't work. <laughs> here's another one about death. Birds singing at night portends death oh yeah oh, oh. here's okay. another one if you put your shoes on the bed it heralds death for someone close to you oh my goodness don't it, do that now. yeah if you change an animal's name it will die if you change the animal's name it will die. it will die that's the end okay if you shudder for no reason someone's walking on your grave <laughs> well wait, wait a, minute. a minute if you're alive how can you shudder if you're dead Exactly. I don't know. When a person dies in a home, open a door for his or her spirit to pass. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. If you touch a dead person, you won't dream of him or her. If you don't look upon a dead member of your family or an- or another person who's close to you, you won't believe the person died and you'll go insane. <laughs> Can you imagine? Now, little Billy, you have to look at Uncle Frank. If you don't, you're going to go insane. I don't care if you're crying and you're scared. Look at this dead body. Right now. I'm sorry, but my goodness. I could just pick your slap on the head. Look at that body. Gosh, so crazy. Okay. Here's another one. There's only a few more. Stop a clock in a room when a person dies. Otherwise, you'll have bad luck. This is a lot to do around death. All of it is. It's a lot to think about. I know. Oh, no wonder they're... Okay. Okay. (laughs) Avoid walking atop graves as a sign of respect. Otherwise, spirits might get angry and you'll have bad luck. 
It's bad luck to put a hat on the bed. Death will come soon. Oh, well, not death again. It's all death. Uh, if a picture falls off the wall for no reason, someone will die. Or your house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> or the picture was not hung properly. Right. Oh, okay. The redbud tree is the tree from which Judas hanged himself. So it's called the Judas tree. I don't know what that's in here. Yeah. Okay. It's thought that Jesus was crucified on dogwood, which was at one time a large tree. It bloom, Its blooms are symbolic, representing the cross, thorns, and nails. Hmm. Coal miners are doomed if a woman works in or steps into a coal mine. Expect catastrophe. Oh, well, yeah. I could have made that one up. Why is I that? I cannot work. Oh, I cannot do that. <laughs> catastrophe will come right i don't want to get dirty all right death comes in threes oh yeah Yeah. animals can see ghosts an owl hoots signifies death the blood from a murder or suicide in a home won't wash away and you can't paint over it okay uh coins on a veteran's headstone not so much a superstition but a message of respect so a penny Someone visited yeah. the grave, a nickel. The visitor was in boot camp with the veteran, a dime. The visitor served alongside the veteran or a quarter. The visitor was there when the veteran passed away. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot more there, but that's enough to just this, give you <laughs> right. Give you just a feeling. Those are some like crackpot ones. Well, and like I said, they're from Appalachia mm-hmm. and they're highly religious. And so death you know, has a thing Mm -hmm. for them and they want to make sure that they're, you know, avoiding it, I guess. Hmm. Another thing that I found interesting, they took some notes on a video that I watched about the Appalachia um, myths and uh, superstitions. They said, you never sweep the yard. Oh, yes. Don't ever sweep the yard. And when you sweep the house, you sweep from the back. Oh, no, from the front to the back. You don't ever sweep anything out your front door. Because if you do, you're sweeping your luck away. Oh. You, you go from the front to the back. Um, and if you dream of someone who's dead, so there's going to be a wedding. Oh, gosh. <laughs> How do you tie that together? <laughs> I find it so funny that they put all these things like, like, oh, I had a dream last night. It's going to be a wedding. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought when you were going to say the sweeping thing, I've heard something about fertility and sweeping. Um. I don't remember the details, but I know that yeah. That, that's yeah. There's a whole the there's broom. a whole bunch of um, things surrounding gender reveal. Oh yes. Oh, in fact, I can remember my parents doing it. Um, right. Yeah, and actually, it was quite believable when they did it, but it wasn't holding a. Um, I don't know if you heard of the one. You hold a ring on a string over the belly of a pregnant one, and if it goes, I think in a circle, way. it's a yeah. girl, and back and forth, a boy. And when I can remember my parents sitting around with their friends, you know, after they're done playing cards or whatever, and they would do that even though they had already had kids, but it would go exactly in the pattern. But I mean, it's a 50-50 chance, you yeah. know? And yeah. they didn't have anything to back it up. So they're like, oh, okay, yeah. let's give it a shot. Right, right. Yeah. Now, as you know, I had five boys mm-hmm. and I had them all in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And... Um, people swore I was having a girl at different points. Uh-huh. Oh, you're carrying that baby high. It's a yes, girl. I've seen it's a girl. All your weight is in your boobs. It's a girl. You know? 
thanks for thanks stop for looking at my boobs right. okay <laughs> and it was all five boys so who knows yeah oh here's an interesting one if your nose itches the first person that you think of will soon visit oh yes and if I've you drop that. a spoon a woman's gonna visit if you drop a fork a man's gonna visit oh my gosh i know isn't that crazy yes um how if, about how about if your ears are ringing someone's talking about you i've heard i've heard that it wasn't on here but i've heard that yeah before uh let's see another one is if you if you're walking and you feel a stitch or a pain in your side pick up a rock spit on it and then put it back down (laughs) (laughs) what where did that come from the appalachia oh these are still still appalachia yeah keep wanting to say appalachian well, they but they pronounced it on the video as Appalachia. Appalachia. So I'm thinking that's what it is. Mm. Um, also, they say never wash clothes on Sunday. Oh, that's just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and if an old dog lays in the doorway, it's a sign of someone's going to move. Oh, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, it would be hard keeping up with all that. The, it would be. Yeah. I mean, you just go wacko, which... Right. <laughs> oh wait, here's one. Here's one on Appalachia thing too. Never take a pig on a boat. It's bad luck because it was believed that pigs can't swim. Don't <laughs> well, take don't take a pig on a boat. Because that's what we were gonna do. Right. We were gonna was, grab that pig, we go on a cruise. <laughs> Come on, pig, it's me and you. I think after four H we'll take a <laughs> boat ride. <laughs> You're gonna love the buffet. <laughs> There's no pork. <laughs> oh my gosh oh that's funny that is yeah well that was entertaining it was that's all i got what else you got over there anything well, i don't have any more but i was gonna look um we were kind of talking uh, before we started on air if you want to call it that about um inbreeds and oh marrying or not marrying but inbreeding you know just having Right. Relations with a relative and whether or not that was going to cause, you know, deformities and craziness and things like that. And really, no, it doesn't. Because if you think about it, I mean, for years and years, things like that have been going on. But we did learn that you have an increase, like if they do have an abnormality or a disease of some sort, you're going to have a higher chance of it being passed down. Yeah, I would say best bet. Let's avoid that. Well, right. <laughs> let's just avoid it for the mere weirdness of it. Yeah. I went to a funeral, a family funeral one time. I attended with my brother, mm-hmm. you know, and somebody thought that we were like a couple. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, no, we're not, we're not a couple. Just right. Here representing the family. Flowers in the attic. <sighs> all right Did you ever read that no no is it about inbreeding it's um i uh, this book enthralled me it was a series like of four of them and yeah. i was so engrossed but it was about these children they're four siblings and i think two boys two girls they were beautiful and good looking and all the stuff and the ma and they had the perfect family the darling family i think mm-hmm. they were called and mm-hmm. the mother her husband so the father died so then they they end up having to be uh to live with the mother's mother so the grandmother whom they never met and she was super rich but she believed she never approved of that marriage so she never wanted to see the grandchildren so the the mother said well you just have to stay up in the attic for just a little while till grandma gets accustomed to you 
until I tell her about you. But the kids are in the attic for years. Oh, nice. And so then the, the brother. Okay, well, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. I mean, it's not graphic, but. Right. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Lots of people know that book. I'm just saying. Okay. Let's talk about the Bible. <laughs> Let's just give our scripture. <laughs> it's First Timothy four seven. It says, "Have nothing to do with godless myths or old wives' tales. Right. Rather, train yourselves to be godly." Mm. That's that's the ticket. Yes, just stick with that. That's right. Okay, <laughs> good, Catherine. Call to action. Well, don't believe everything you hear. No, don't please. be gullible. Please, okay. Don't. If something sounds a little cuckoo. Then it probably is. Yes. Yeah. But just, you know, when it comes to certain uh, precautions and things like that, be cautious, but don't, you know, don't rely on these things. Yes, please. All right. Well, this was a fun episode. Yeah. I really didn't think it was going to turn out that good, but I think it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So way to go, Catherine. You know, I could tell that you felt that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was hesitant. I I mean, every step of the way. Right. Myths. What? Well, you know. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> let us know what you thought. And if you've got some tips or ideas or whatever. Only let us know if, you know, good mm, news. No, no. If you, if you, um, no. Okay. Yes. Good, <laughs> good news only. That's right. That's right. What am I saying? <laughs> All right. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. All right. <laughs> you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time. Goodbye. Thank you.